some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 48. Episode 48. So, oh, episode 50 is going to be a midweek, isn't it? Yeah, but that's a good thing. We like our midweek. Do you reckon? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Halloween 2. Halloween 2. God, I love this film. I have I have some choice words. It was better than the first one. No, if, I'm joking. I, I was, thought, I was say, just waiting. To be fair, it is a, I think the ending's a bit shy. I like <sighs> Laurie more. In this one than I did in the last one. Um, I love the I love the vibe this film's got going on. I like how it's it, it like took me back to what like nineteen seventies eighties horror really was. It, it didn't have like all these flashy effects and this like absolutely ripping like skin ripping soundtrack that made you jump at every corner. Yeah, it was proper stripped back to bare bones of just a man on the loose who's who's killing people. Like a lot of the kills, it didn't really have the Halloween theme tune was chucked in there a few times, which is like that's what you want. Yeah. But like, especially for example, the um, the security guards kill. It's I, just like silent. I love, yeah, I love that yeah. it was just sound. There was no loud bangs or out to make you jump. It was just, it was just pure psychopath. Yeah, I mean, it like I can understand where Dead by Daylight got it from, with the abandoned hospital. Yeah. In regards to the Michael Myers update. Yeah. I th- I feel like that was that was really well done. But I just I. I'm just gonna say it right now. I remembered nothing about this film. Did you not? Like it was, it was like I was watching it for the first time. Really? Yeah. I could guess what happened in certain bits, and there were like little flashbacks, like the hot tub therapy room scene. Yeah, like I remembered yeah. that, and I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Like I, I remember that, but there's as a like vast majority don't remember anything. So it was like going into it for the first time because mm. I thought it was a completely different film as to what it was. Yeah, you thought it was the one with the child in, like yeah. the, the mother and son. The mother and son that end up. Is it not daughter? No, is it? Because I think the daughter is then in Halloween Five. All oh, right, okay, yeah. Because that's Michael's long lost. Uh, what's her name? Not nephew, but niece. We never, no, we never hear from her again, do we? we I'm sure. Hear... I'm sure she's a little kid in the next film who's adopted because Michael kills her mother. Then yeah, but they're never. Like, they're never brought up again, though. That uh, oh, you're on about the bathroom or... scene, aren't you? Yeah. I don't know which one that's from. Hmm. I'm going off the main plot. Oh, right, But sorry. I'm sure we'll get to it at some point. Yeah. So, just as a little starting point, I think it's a massive rarity that a sequel is directly set after the original. And I really and I liked, liked it. it. Yeah. I thought it was really clever, and it was nice to see. And this is something that Scream 2 and Scream 3 doesn't do. It's sort of like we get, like, a year on, and we get a hardened Sidney Prescott, but at this point, we got... A really vulnerable and yeah. freaked out Laurie Strode, and I, the choices she makes in this film, most of them, even despite the fact she's like heavy on morphine and she's you know she's drugged up and she's you know traumatized, I can understand where those choices came from, and it sort of showed a more hardened version of Laurie, and I liked that. And they are, they also didn't overdo it like in Scream two and three and even four, Sydney's had time to. Um, get over a yeah. trauma so, Adjust. She, so she's like really on the attack in a way like as soon as Ghostface gets involved she's she's still obviously scared but she's like well fucking come get yeah. it then whereas Laurie if she was like that I'd kind of be like fuck me it happened a matter of hours ago and I like I like how this film reminds you that it's so quick that 
Laurie doesn't even know who, who attacked her at first. She's yeah. learning about it in the hospital. As she's going along. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at... So there's this horror movies page on Facebook that I follow. And they're doing an elimination game. I just... This is off the cuff. But they're doing an elimination game of Final Girls at the minute. And I don't know who the first person... No, it was Alice from Friday the 13th is the first to be eliminated. And Sydney's on it. And Laurie. And I was very surprised to see how many people are like Sydney. And I was looking down at the... I comments th- and it was like well she's only face geeks i think it's come down to sydney's never been um never Alone. been taking the piss out yeah. of either she's never like all the, the later halloween's just discredited laurie completely and she deserved more than that a- exactly did. the the remake which discredits anything from two upwards it, it it's kind of like i wish to give her that type of respect throughout the franchise like sydney's had like you don't fuck with sydney yeah we don't Where, see and we don't see what happened to laurie in between the yeah. second load of attack, and the fact that they killed her well, off. First in, load of attack. The fact that they killed her off in such a shit way. Well, the do they disregard? The do they disregard the? Surely they disregard the second film as well. Yeah, they do. I said, yeah, because this is the up, one where, where they like, find out she's yeah. a brother. It, she's his brother, sister. Sorry. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The only the only one that 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 timeline represents is Halloween, the, the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was that interested me as well. But we'll get into it because I feel like we're going way. Bit, yeah, we're yeah. going way further than we were. But I did find it interesting that. Yeah, we, we see a very... I had more respect for Laurie in this film. Yeah. A lot more. So it starts back up with Michael rising up and Loomis shooting. It's the scenes from the previous film. And it's sort of it's sort of like... I a, shot you know, him six times. Yeah. Did you see what happened in the last episode? Yeah. And then you get a recap of it. it I'm, it's I'm, one of those. Uh, from someone who's watched the original a lot, it is kind of like, oh, I know what happened. Because yeah. it does actually rewind quite a and little bit And surely if back. you were going to watch Halloween too you were gonna watch halloween at first but i think it had to be in there for the very for the very small minority that might not have seen halloween one yeah i get that and michael's gone and then they're like you don't know what death is i love that scene and then it like brought in with the opening title card that was an extremely good title and i love the skeleton inside the pumpkin as well i thought it looked so cool yeah i was really impressed by that and so we start off with a film and the police arrive and they're sort of going over with what's happened and everything's kicking off because Haddonfield's relatively quiet. It's a quiet neighbourhood. Yeah. And so for this to happen is like massive news. And they're bringing all the bodies out and stuff like that. Meanwhile, right, this is something I wanted to pose to you. Did Michael Myers kill the old lady? No. but this, this is, I didn't think he did. In, the, in Halloween, the remake, they kind of basically replay this whole scene where it's like one long month montage scene. Yeah, they do, they scene, do it in it? one montage scene, and in the second, in in the remake, he does kill yeah. the person who's he kills her with a hammer, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he picks yeah. up a hammer and kills her. But in this one, he doesn't. He doesn't. That's what I thought. Which, I didn't think because one of my points later on is when he ne- when his next kill is that teenager. I think, well, how come he left the old lady? But yeah. is he discriminating he against and, age? He just picks and chooses, doesn't he? Maybe he's more calculated than we think. Maybe he knew that the husband was sat in the chair and in and in the the teenager he kills, she's in the house alone, doesn't he? Maybe. He considered yeah. that it's more hassle than it's worth going for this one woman. Yeah, it could be. And I, there's the small little things like the blood on the sandwich is so mm. good. And I, I found this film a much gorier than the first. I we, uh, this is a hard point to make because I, I haven't written down enough about it because I watched it. I normally, I normally watch films quite close to recording, mm. but this one I watched quite far. In you advance, did, yeah. You few, said you had quite a few days. And on my notes, I've got and I, it was a quote. He probably got angry and decided to beat her. And I think it was a news report about something. And I just thought, 
There was nothing leading to like nothing ex- <laughs> going into like oh she had bruises or I thought fuck me that's quite a bold statement to make like yeah. oh, I probably got angry and beat her. Yeah, that was but definitely I thought that's not an accusation you can just throw on someone's name and I think it was from the television. I might be wrong but yeah. I think it was on the television. And it, no was it I think it was a conversation in that the neighbors so the old man and woman I think it was when the woman screamed because she saw blood on yeah. the thing. The, then the it girl goes came to the out girl. on the phone and she was speaking to someone and and she says oh, I probably got what was it he probably got angry and decided to beat her and I thought fuck me you can't just go chucking them accusations but it was what what 1980s yeah was it 1979 oh 1979 must be the original yeah and you know it was domestic violence was still very prominent back then and it wasn't sort of a I mean it was you didn't talk about it but it was a well known thing that a lot of men beat their wives so yeah I can sort of see it but still yeah it's quite an accusation to make just by one scream so then we get the scene with the girl on the phone and she's talking to a friend and the girl's talking about what's happened in Haddonfield and she hasn't realised what's happened yet and she's talking about, oh, it was on this street and Madman's like attacked a group of teenagers. Yeah. And she's like, that's not far from here. She's like, it's literally down the street. This fucking got me this jump scare. I shat my pants to the point where I actually dropped my iPad on the floor because I was watching it and when he springs up from the back of that fucking couch. Oh, yeah, I know. I was like, oh. <laughs> That, that's what I mean though, but it's raw. It's I spilled red hot tea all over my boob because I was resting it against yeah. the thing there, and when it made me jump, I was like, <laughs> "That's that's what I love about this film." I think it's it's not given enough credit for the fact that it's got such. In, in hindsight, when you compare it to um, Scream, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, it's got such a in quotation yeah. boring killer. There's nothing about him. There's no Scream. Is for me Scream's biggest um, biggest like scare factor is the phone calls like he, he teases his yeah. prey before he attacks freddy krueger's the same he torments him Fra- jason's his presence is and yeah. whereas michael's just really quiet and boring so i think it, it, it he's underestimated yeah exactly lot. but i think they use that to their advantage i didn't like that they tried to overplay it and making this loud like quick like buzzing right he's just so slow yeah. and but he's so just it's, there but it surprised me when he jumped up so quickly because i was like michael myers can't do that yeah. that's against the rules I take back my statement from before when I said that it wasn't my preferred out of the first one. I think I like this one more than the first one. Is it my would you rather? It is. Right, okay. Right, so we then see a very frightened Laurie Strode carted off in an ambulance. I actually thought that this was one of the the blonde girl that died. Is it Linda? Yeah. I thought it was her at the start because she's just frozen rigid and her hair's all over. I was (laughs) like, oh my God, are they bringing the body out with like not covered up and then i was like oh shit no it's laurie we're all good so laurie's carted off in an ambulance and she just says do not put me to sleep please don't put me to sleep and this bit like absolutely threw me as well so they go to this hospital this is my big problem with this film even for a night shift this hospital is fucking yeah, it's, dead it's so empty yeah like not even a you know other porters carrying patients around i mean i can understand it'd be quieter on a night shift and haddonfield doesn't seem like a really big town and it's a memorial hospital so i can understand why it's maybe not a big hospital but at the same time especially if people you know there's been a serial murders there would be more people on hand this is my only problem with the film but i understand that if it wasn't if it was true and it was in the film it would have made things a lot more difficult. No, I, I do agree that the the hospital is far too empty, um, and there wasn't 
like you said, they didn't. It's left to your mind as to why it'd be that empty, and every reason that you think of in your mind, you think, yeah, but still, even then, yeah, there'd like, be more people. There'd be more than two people probably covering a covering a maternity ward where there's loads. And where of the fuck are the rest of the patients? Where are the rest of the patients? Why are some lights off? Hospitals don't turn off lights. Yeah, there were a lot of newborn babies in though in that incubator like section. Yeah, like that antenatal section for the mothers not to be around very yeah. close. Then I'd just like to point out as well, I, I completely agree with that point. The hospital is far too empty. But this film, like, it, it's almost a film of two halves. I love how it's, like, it's Laurie in the hospital and then it's Haddonfield reacting to the news because yeah. right at the start of the film, not everyone knows. And there's still trick-or-treaters. Michael bumps into him and stuff. Yeah, bangs and into I, one of them. Considering the film, it feels like it's shot in two very different settings. One's in a quiet, too quiet but quiet like that remote hospital yeah. and then the other's in a busy in town. Field, but like, I, I, it's I going feel crazy. like it flows really well like it does. in between it does. in between the settings. Yeah, and I understand that and I do understand that even though it's unrealistic for the hospital to be that dead, it's it was necessary for the plot for it yeah. to be that way. So I do concede to that fact. For example, just just to reiterate that fact. I'm guessing when it's towards the end when uh, Dr. Loomis and what's face turns up and Laura's in the car oh, park. The, 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 uh, I'm, I'm guessing they're going through the main entrance of the building or, or an entrance. It's locked and the lights are off in it yeah. and stuff and it's just that a, a hospital wouldn't have that. No. I doubt it anyway. And, you know, the fact that my next point is the doctor is still pissed from a party. The only doctor they could find was at yeah. a country club, club party and he comes in and he's like, oh yeah, just give her a bit of anaesthetic. Fuck me, would you want somebody stitching you up that had done that? I wonder if that was... Your not, left not, arm would be on that... your right arm. Like you won't be able to get away with that, with that now, but I wonder if back in them days, like you, you probably would get a doctor on call out. who's probably had a few drinks. It wouldn't surprise me. There is. So there was. I mean, I know it's not factual at all, and I don't watch it, but I do remember there being a scene. I believe it was on Grey's Anatomy, and it was Meredith, and she was, and there was like a big stabbing scene going on, and she was like, "Oh God, I'm still drunk." And yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know whether that's fact or not, but I prepare. I presume if you are off duty and there's you're drinking but there's a big call on and it's like an emergency emergency i suppose it's better to have one drunk nurse than no drunk yeah. nurses at all just off topic i just saw so charlotte's recently had a tattoo done um well three aren't you, you had like some taylor swift like symbolic yeah stuff. I had. in my in halloween the curse of michael Myers, i think it's that one like you know the cult is in yeah i was Fuck i off. just looked at it it's very very close that top one. Oh my god if, it's that, like if the line was a bit longer though. if that line went out there Oh, shit. oh there then you'd ha you'd have it i just oh, thought for a second fucking and that's where he has it as well oh my god and that's taylor swift sign heart it all goes to the top she is she is michael myers i just thought then i thought if you've got the same yeah. tattoo as michael and i've realized that while we're doing the podcast but anyway that's it's not it's just it's not it. it's just taylor swift signed heart on the signed folklore cd <laughs> that i have received may i just add but anyway yeah the doctor's pissed and so he puts laurie to sleep even though she's like no please do not put me to sleep and He's only doing stitches. I'm presuming she didn't go down to theatre. You don't see it. No, you don't see it. So, and it's very rare to be given a sleep, a put to sleep anaesthetic. She doesn't get. I don't think she gets. Does she get fully stabbed? I know she gets sliced down the arm. Yeah, I thought she got sliced, not stabbed. So surely that's a superficial wound, which is unless it cut an artery or something. Possibly. It did say she would lost a lot of blood, didn't yeah. it? So maybe there was a blood transfusion involved yeah, that, and we just didn't see it. Yeah, more than but likely. she'd definitely been put to sleep because she was laid asleep after the surgery. Yeah. And so, yeah, but I did think, shit me, I don't think I'd want a pissed doctor doing that. 
uh, Loomis is searching with the police. And what I really like about this film is that the police actually take Loomis seriously. And, right, it's been a while since I've seen the first, the remake of Halloween. Um, but, but forgive, forgive me if I'm wrong, but is Dr. Loomis, Dr. Loomis is the villain of that film, isn't he? Dr. Loomis equivalent is, but I don't think it's portrayed as Dr. Loomis. It's a completely different, I think, I think in, right, this could be complete bullshit, so don't quote me on that, but because it's been a while since I've watched it. But I'm sure that Dr. Loomis is acknowledged in the first film as being like in that, um, I, th I think he died of natural causes and this new doctor took over. Because in, in the start, in the credits... I do remember a picture the, the of him being The start in the credits, it. you hear Loomis describing Michael as evil and stuff. I'm sure yeah. you're right at the start. And I think this, I think he died of natural causes. It was like a stroke or a heart attack or something. I mean, something. surely he's dead. Like, surely he'd be yeah, he's dead, dead anyway. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. dead. In the, he was dead when the, when the film was. Because I just this. feel like they could have they could have done so much more with Loomis's character. I, I mean, it was a twist because everybody assumes Dr. Loomis is like one of the good guys. And so for him to then twist and actually be a villain. Yeah, I, I thought but it was a bit corny. I didn't like it. It's I thought, harsh. I, I thought it was a bit cheesy. Not not just because it was Dr. Loomis, because it. I don't look at him as Dr. Loomis. He was the... He was the boots to fill in the in the obsessed doctor. That's a role yeah. he filled. And he was called Doctor Loomis as well. Was he? I believe so. I don't think he was. I thought he was. I thought he was also Doctor Loomis. No, I don't think he was. Was he not? We'll oh, just do okay. a quick fact check on this. Because I swear he was. No. Doctor I... Loomis, Halloween two thousand and eighteen. Samuel Lewis, Loomis. Yeah, he was a Doctor Loomis as well. That that's not him, is it? That, I don't think that's him. Yeah, it is. That wasn't that wasn't him out of. Was it I, not? I don't think so, no. Do you think that... Was that the... Oh, no. When did Halloween come out? Was it 2020? 2019? I'm not sure. Was it 2018? Just do... Just type in, like, Halloween. Oh, uh, no. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe I've just been... Yeah, so we've just fact-checked and... I feel was... like I've Mandela-affected that. Like, I feel like I've been calling him Dr. Loomis all this time. So this makes the past two minutes of this podcast completely fucking rubbish because yeah, I just tried shit. It would have been a disrespect to Dr. Loomis' character to, to have renamed him and then make him a bad character. That's what I'm saying. I think he filled more of the boots of the obsessed doctor role as opposed to the obsessed, uh, obsessed doctor um, protagonist role. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, that makes more sense because I was getting more and more angry because I really like Dr. Loomis as a character. So I'm glad that it was nothing to do with the actual Dr. Loomis. And this this bit was absolutely brutal. So bearing in mind, I remembered nothing from this film. It, oh, oh, this bit just made me think, what the fuck? Like, it's just so weird to watch. Oh, wait, are we going to think of the same thing? What are you on about? The guy who fucking got hit by a car. <laughs> yes, and fucking started burning the yeah, road, just yeah, standing there like, shit. I just thought, you poor bastard. It's <laughs> Just fucking walking down in Halloween. And the... the... <laughs> They use the excuse that he was drunk, didn't they? Because later on in the film, I said a drunk teen. Like, has anyone seen my friend who's yeah. really drunk walking Brand, around? Is it Brandle or something? I, I'm not sure, but he doesn't react. And I, it's, it's just like, it's, it's, it's just like, what the actual up. fuck has just happened? Like, this poor guy just been crushed in between been two being, cars. Being fucking chased by this mad gunman. Being chased, got crushed in between two cars. And but then he, exploded and yeah, fucking set fire to him. Yeah, you just see him burning to Poor bastard. And then you learn later on in the film. He was only 17. Yeah, a 17-year-old teenager. Yeah, but the thing is as well, like, Dr. Loomis is, like, automatically absolved from all these crimes. Like, he should have been done for manslaughter. He, he held a, a, an officer at gunpoint yeah. and fired shots in his car. And inadvertently got a 17-year-old killed. But they're just standing there watching this fucking poor cop burn. And then afterwards, they're like, we better check the dental records. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no fucking remorse. Absolutely fucking crazy. 
but yeah, I thought it was quite funny. So then we meet in uh, when Laurie's carried into the ambulance. There's a guy called Jimmy, and he's sort of like a porter, and he's he's such a cute character. I was so sad. I presume he died. He's a cute character. Well, the last time we see him is him fainting on the steering wheel, isn't it? I didn't know if he died though, and he'd smacked his head and he'd had a hemorrhage. I'm not sure. It's not. I, I don't think you see him again in the franchise. So we must have. Maybe, died. maybe you would have if Halloween Three wasn't um, cult season of the witch. Yeah. Yeah, that um, the mask ones. Maybe if Halloween Three was going to co- carry on with it, then it would have. Um, you would have seen more of him, but obviously there was never a plan to carry it on. Well, he proper smacked his head. He did, but he still makes it back to the car, doesn't he? Which makes you think that was he alive? He does, and then but just you can out. walk around, like not obviously bringing a darker tone into it. But Mum had the brain hemorrhage, and then sort of like came to a little bit, and then but she was still hemorrhaging. I, I know, but I just feel like in terms of this film, if they wanted us to think he's dead, Michael would have killed him. It's a waste yeah, of a death. If, it's so. a waste of a death if it's not done by Michael's hands, because Michael had nothing to do with that death. Obviously, the nurse's blood is what made him slip and bang his head. Oh right, I've just I've just googled while we've been talking. So he's in the H two O timeline as well, so he is alive. Right. So Jimmy's head injury caused him to suffer from seizures that forced him out of his job at the hospital. Laurie went to check up on him in early November and found him living with his mother, who takes care of him. Jimmy was present for Laurie's graduation on May the twenty fifth. He tried to attract Laurie's attention. But she ignored him and immediately regretted it afterwards. Michael Myers reappeared that evening and attempted to kill Laurie again before driving to Jimmy's house. Laurie barely arrived in time to see Michael snap his neck and smash his body through a glass table, leaving her to cry over his broken and mangled corpse. Oh. Well, I didn't remember that bit of the fucking film. I don't. But apparently it happened. Mm. I thought it was all set in the school. I'll go. Oh, God. It's going to feel illegal skipping Halloween 4 or 5. Yeah, but H2O is like the next best one. It is, but you can't skip ahead. No, we can't do that. We have to go through the shit ones. You have to go through the shit to get to the other side, is a famous saying that I've only just come up with (laughs) right now. So, anyway, yeah, well, we know that Jimmy didn't die in this one. But Jimmy is a really lovely character, I thought. I mean, he's a bit of a useless fucking egg, but. um, I don't think he was needed. I I don't think. I don't think there was enough time spent between Laurie and this character. I, I maybe you're right, and it was just a little bit of relief, and it was because otherwise that was only, that was Laurie's only little bit of happiness in the film. Like if if the film was fully the whole time that the, the protagonist like depressed and worried and panicked, it they've got to have that piece of happiness in there, and that was hits. But I felt like it was kind of like oh, there's going to be a love story, and then it was like oh, well, no, they're in actually like they don't yeah. see that much of each other. He just likes to come in and visit. Yeah, and what's that thing about? Like, in the meantime, there's, like, another narrative going on about a kid who's bit into a razor blade and, like, his mouth gushing with blood and there's a mother at the hospital with him. Like, where the oh, fuck did yeah, that come from? Yeah. Like, what's going on there? I think that's the urban legend, like, the myth of yeah, uh, put, the, putting the razor blades in cameras. Yeah, and, yeah, I, just don't, be, I don't yeah. think it had anything to do with the story. It was just something to chuck in there. All right, okay, that's fine, as long as I know where I'm going with it. So, Michael is heading to the hospital. There's a random guy with a boombox walking around. Yeah. I didn't even think people did that, but apparently so. Maybe in America. Maybe in America. So he's heading to the hospital. Everyone in that hospital but Jimmy is shit at their job, and I'm just going to come out with it right now yeah. and say, oh, and that other nurse, uh, the, the, one one who, the one that we never bled, see die. Death. Yeah. That was a pretty cool death, That was though. a cool death. But yeah, uh, everybody else is shit at the job. So Jimmy is telling Laurie about Michael Myers. He's, he's having to fill her in, bearing in mind the police out there to sort of fill her in. They've just sort of fucking left Laurie, like, yeah, that's all right. She's yeah. fine, she's in hospital. 
Um, we also learn that they're having trouble with the phones and can't get hold of Laura's parents as well, who are at the same party that the people at the country, the doctor at the country club, yeah, was at. And the security guard is going to check the phones. The fucking cat got me in the scene as well. I, I by this point. By the time the cat had got me, I was like, right, this is a jump scare film. I'm just going to have to accept it. I need to put my cup of tea down. And I did so. But you liked this death, I'm presuming, because you appreciated the good old hammer to the head. Yeah. Just a simple, simple whack. Just the one. Not even even blunt side (coughs) up as well. I say this. um, I I brought this point up in my notes later on um, when he uses a... Scalpel for for Doctor Loomis. Mm. His weapon, his poor, his poor weapon choice. This film. Yeah, I, I, I hate that about Michael. I, Scream has his knife, but he uses a hook now and again, doesn't he? Or is that only in scary what movies? Is scary movie, Urban Legend. Uh, not Urban Legend. Sorry, I know what you did last summer was all about the hook. I I feel like Michael's kitchen knife could have been so iconic. I get now and again using a different weapon, like give get like what's there, mm. but he gets rid of the knife at some point, doesn't he? It's stabbed inside something. I can't remember what it is. Mm. Is it something in the home? Is it something in his, in the Myers house? No, it's not. Later on in the film, you see the knife he picks up out the kitchen earlier on, stabbed into something. Yeah, I think it is. I, I think it is the home because the police go back to investigate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Police and Doctor Loomis. And I, yeah, I just feel like see how like the hammer, the scalpel, there was. The scalpel was alright. The scalpel was okay, but, but like for unlikely. example, one of the most iconic scenes is like Michael's knife going through and sticking that lad up to the door. Oh, in the first one. That's yeah. what I mean. That that's that's Michael's knife. You've got Jason Voorhees machete, Freddy's finger knives, and I don't mind them using, I don't mind them using a different tool of choice because it suits the environment they're in. But when I, I don't know, I just I just prefer for like the hammer kill to have been the knife. And the, the knife to have gone inside Dr. Loomis because that's his iconic weapon. Yeah. Like the bathtub scene later on, I get it because he's, he's taking in his environment. Do you know what I mean? He's taking in what's there. But yeah. instead of a, a hammer, that's not, a hammer could be anywhere. And the scalpel, okay, you're in a hospital. Maybe not that much. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like you didn't see the knife enough in this film. What the fuck's he swinging around at the end? It's a scalpel. Is it just a scalpel? Yeah, it's just a scalpel that he stabbed Loomis with. Oh, right, okay. That's not that bad then. But. Yeah, it was a hammer's a hammer, innit? You've, you it, can't it won't beat Belco's hammer. Oh no, that was a wrench, wasn't it? It wasn't a hammer. Spanner. Sorry, I'm not from. America. Oh god, yeah, that was Spanner. vile. I, I still can't think about that properly. But the security card is card. Hmm. The security guard is now dead. And then finally, a police officer takes shit seriously and is like, "Right, all units out, constant vigilance." And people and he's like, "Oh yeah, we've already gone out and checked this. We've already done." And he's like, "No, do it again." Because he knows that shit's going down and something's going wrong. I liked in the, I think it's this bit, the dialogue between them as well, Dr. Loomis and the, the police officers, that is describing Michael Myers and how he was, and he described him as the perfect patient. Yeah. Which is, I think that's such an interesting, that's such a psych, like a psychological way to look at him because he was... He didn't cause any... He never showed any threat no. that he wanted to, He wanted revenge. He, would, he wanted to finish a job. He never spoke. He never lashed out. He never... Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. Like, he literally gets described as that he was the perfect patient. Yeah, he just he, sat there. He just and... sat there, yeah, and didn't cause any fuss. And I just thought that's such a... Because the way, the way they describe him, like, in the um, like the news articles and in films come, it's like, oh, he broke out on this day and caused havoc, seeked revenge. But you never got that impression while he was locked away. That no. He, he just seemed like a, a lost cause and he was just quiet. So it, it was, it, I thought it was interesting for Loomis to describe him as the, the perfect patient. Yeah, and at this point as well, I forgot to mention, like before he goes off searching and things like that, 
they're going they go to the house where like all the bodies are strung up and the other girl's body comes out and I like completely forgot that it, the dad was the police officer yeah. so he opens that body bag up and sees his daughter like what the fuck and I like how this film is, is ain't gone in here that's in them yeah it's it, like go out I, I like that they, they didn't try and give him some cheesy no we're gonna get this fucker like, yeah, he like he's to go gone. and see his wife he yeah. says he's like I'm gonna, I need to go tell my wife yeah. before somebody else does I, 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 that I was rate, I, rate, I rate the film for, for being realistic in that sense as opposed to right that's it I'm gonna, I'm gonna find this yeah. guy you know what I mean I was expecting some fucking Gail Weathers shit as well from that reporter but she never showed up again like what the fuck was that all about but no that reporter was in there i know know what you're saying but i mean you but i was expecting something from her like what she played no part in the story she wasn't killed she wasn't a further part she didn't have much to say in it though did she yeah but it was just like there was a very specific i don't know maybe it was just them them trying to portray that the words starting to get around haddonfield because as the film goes on yeah it was just weird slowly like the, the town slowly starts to realize like the like people going indoors and then people turn up to the Myers house. And... I didn't mean like Gail Weathers is in. I just meant the idea that she was a reporter. But like I was expecting a good death scene from her. Like I expected her to yeah. die, but I just didn't. It just played. But a then, you, but then that's the same earlier in the film with the woman who steals the knife from. Maybe the film wants you to. Maybe the, maybe you're supposed to wonder why. Like why isn't anything? Well, it's different because Michael had the chance with with the woman. Yeah, I just found it. I just like maybe like she tries to go undercover into the hospital to have, to speak to Laurie or something yeah. like that, and then ends up getting killed. But nothing ever comes of but it. That's very screamy. That's too Gail Weathers- Weathersy, I think. I know, but it just seemed how she was portrayed. I mean, I know that it like obviously this came far before Scream, so yeah. there was never any going to be like any. Oh yeah, let's make it like her. But it it just seemed odd for her to be there and then to not be there yeah it, it yeah it just struck me as like she was the only one in the film where i was a bit like oh she's not she's not actually anything to do with anything but yeah anyway so also the myers house is being destroyed back in haddonfield and you are right this is a typical scene where it's like all calm and peaceful at the hospital minus the murder that's just happened that nobody knows about yet yeah but it's going absolutely mad at the Myers house to the yeah. point where the police officer ends up trying to climb out onto the window to be like, right, you need to stop. At, at this point, I do kind of think, you never see time time frames in films other than if it's like one year later, six months later, whatever. Yeah. Like, the, the word has obviously gotten around a bit now. Where are Laurie's parents? Yeah, where are they? And, but, and people now know that he's still on the loose. So why are they all outside? Why are they all outside and why is... Why is like you say, why is a hospital still so empty? Yeah. It's still out there, you think. And why are they taking it out on the Myers house? Like, he's not lived there for years. I mean, I know it's like a point drunk, bit, drunk it's the teams, only way. It's an angry mob, the American, like, uh, I don't know if that's how it was back in the day. The stereotypical like, angry mob, like, turn yeah. up, smash places and, and all that, that jazz. And that's the point where the two boys come over to the police officer and like, oh, sir, have you seen such and such? He was drunk at a party and he went home. And we haven't seen him since. Like, he isn't anywhere to be seen. And he was just a 17-year-old kid. Yeah. And I, I did feel a bit bad for that kid. Because nobody really pays any fucking attention to yeah, him. Yeah, he just got absolutely torched. I just alive. can't Cru- believe that Cru- happened and I forgot. Crushed in between two vans and torched alive. But I just couldn't believe that I'd... Because I was so surprised when that happened. I know we're coming back to it again, but I was so surprised when it happened. It's... it's and But why? how did I forget that that it's, happened? It's such a weird... The film would have been the same without that scene. Yeah. But they had to brutally burn alive a 17-year-old, so... Yeah, because the audience... It's not as if we're kept in suspense all the way through that this... Oh, is it the 17-year-old boy? Is it Michael Myers? Because yeah. we know it's my, not Michael Myers because we're seeing him kill people still. Yeah. So it's not even as if it's like a... Ooh, 
and I'm sure he had something in his hand. He was carrying something like a bag or yeah. You could to the audience, you could tell that is definitely not Michael Myers. He even had orange hair, like yeah. the hair was a different, the blonde, well, blonde hair. Yeah, you could tell. But then to Loomis, obviously, and in the dark, and he's yeah. traumatized because of what he's just seen. So it was just sort of a just shoot now, think later sort yeah. of situation. But then, oh, this is this is quite a good scene. It's interesting. So Rod, who is one of the porters, like Jimmy, I presume, he manages to get uh, Nurse Karen into the room and he's getting... willing to leave a bunch of newborns. Oh babies, my so... god. So she's ticked the box for deserving to I get it. I just put you're looking after kids, hon. <laughs> yeah, she's ticked the deserving to get she's it. She's like, box. oh what about the kids? And then he's like, oh yeah, well because she she hurts his finger or something, don't she? And he's like, oh I need to go to the therapy room and she's yeah. like, oh yeah, but if we leave the door open we can hear if one of them cries. And I was like, you are looking after newborn children. And she's you very young. I'd like job. to know how young she was. Yeah, she's way I mean she won't leave Surely you don't get left on an overnight shift as, as, as a maternity ward without vast experience, like some good good years under your belt. Yeah, so. it was it was interesting. But then they start making up and then the next scene is the therapy room. So he's laid in like this like hot tub machine, which is like a therapy machine. It looks thing. sick. I know, I sort of wanted to go Just in there. It's a big metal like temperature control bag. Yeah, I did sort of want to go into it. But you've got the you've got them both in the water together they're making out and she's saying you know it's too hot in here it's getting hot because michael's in the back room turning the temperature up yeah and bud goes to correct the temperature and i like the fact that then it switches to karen's perspective and we get more of a focus on karen because behind the scenes he's being killed i wish the, the kills were swapped i wish she got the quick neck snap or strangling or whatever it was and he got his because he was a dickhead that guy he like, was he, but he she was left wanker. I know, but babies. You, th- that's us looking into it a bit deeper. I feel like just just for entertainment and pleasure watch, you'd want to see that that, that, that lad get his face boiled off. Yeah, but I did. To be fair, I, he um, was cock. Really good kill. That that's what I mean. But I don't mind kills like that where they're taking into account the environment, and it's a really creative kill in the sense where it was a like a hot tub bath at a therapy room, and uh, he drown combination of the of her drowning and burning her face off. Yeah, this is what I don't get. It didn't look like the burns didn't look that serious. I think I think it might have been the drowning that Do did it. Do you think it. she went into shock and then maybe it yeah, killed but, her? Um, I think the effects look good though. They it, yeah, they the, were. The skin, it wasn't skin, too dramatic yeah, either. Yeah, the skin coming off her face. It looked like PVA glue. You know when you went, you know when you were a kid and like you painted your hand in PVA glue and then peeled it yeah. off. It looked like that. But it yeah, it was a good kill. So. But I did love the bit before she got killed where she was like kissing his hand and stuff. And he was just standing behind her. And I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. But anyway, it cuts to Dr. Loomis and he's been ordered to return to the rehabilitation hospital by the senator, I believe. Or the governor or something like that. I think it is the governor. Yeah. He's been ordered to come back. And we learn that in that space of time, we also learn that at the hospital, nobody can find Dr. Mixter, the drunk doctor. Because Laurie's had a really bad reaction to the medication, and she's just sort of laying. That paralyzed. freaked me out. Yeah, she's she's just laid. Can you imagine like being? Because she's it's like locked in syndrome, isn't it? When she was like, sort of laid there. Can you imagine it's Michael? Like sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. But she's. Um, can you imagine like her being paralysed like that and seeing Michael pass through the window? She doesn't though, does she? No, she doesn't. But yeah, you're right. That that would be fucking terrifying. Yeah, and it, but it would have been sick at the same time. Speaking of Michael walking places, I fucking love the shots of him walking through the hospital in this film. They're just they're just so <coughs> eerie. I've got some really good 
fun facts about that mm. afterwards. But it, yeah, it was a really good eerie scene. So Dr. Mixter's dead at this point and the nurse has gone to go find him and she sort of turns him around. I was expecting his head to come off. I don't know why. I was expecting something like a throat slit or just something a bit. But it was a needle in the eye, wasn't it? That's yeah, that was pretty him. gross yeah. as well, though, to be and fair. I, at first, I was a bit disappointed thinking that's... It's a good off-screen death. I'd love to have seen it happen, but uh, yeah. then she gets it in the in the side of the face. And we time. we do get to see that one. So it's great shadow work as well. May I add, it re- sort of replicates the scene between Laurie, yeah, and Michael standing behind her in the darkness. But I didn't know this. Like, it's the eye. It's not a camera shot. It's it's us as an audience. We the camera play to the effect that our eyes have to adjust to darkness. So as soon as a pitch black scene's on, we only see that pitch black. We don't see anything. Our eyes have to adjust. So Michael was standing there the whole time, but it's our eyes that make us aware he's there. It's not like a camera trick. It's not like they faded the light out slightly. Oh, it's right. our I, vision. Oh, I get you. Oh, I didn't know so that. So we have to adjust to that darkness and it takes us a couple of seconds to do ah, so. Clever. And they did it again. I just thought that was so clever. That is clever. Yeah, that really interested me because I didn't think about that. But they, yeah, she gets an injection to the brain. That must suck. Wouldn't be a nice way that to go. That must really suck. What I mean, pu- at what, what point? Pu- what are they putting in these fucking tubes, by the way, in these needles? Because Michael basically fucking. Oh, no, it's not. Does he start dissolving? Do you see in this one, Lace? Oh, I didn't see anything dissolving. No, I don't think you do. But it's green, isn't it? It's yeah. like fucking luminous green. Yeah. No, this one was just pale, I think. Yeah. And But yeah, it was fucking gross. Mm. And how long would, did it, would it take you to die? I doubt it would be very long. I mean, I presume it was more. Like, you think about lethal injections, you know what I mean? And that they're in a controlled environment. If you're jamming something straight into someone's head, I don't yeah, think it's going to take kill them. It's probably going to take long to kill them. Yeah, it was gross, though. So then, um, then yeah, they threw the brother storyline out and i said talk about it being out of nowhere so laurie in this paralyzed state manages to start getting flashbacks and about her being adopted like oh i'm not your mother and i was just like oh this is bullshit no wonder they abandoned it if they'd have done it properly and they'd have alluded to it maybe in the first one i could maybe get it but it sort of seemed like right okay we need we need an excuse for michael myers to come back for laurie strode yeah and so, oh shit, yeah, we'll make it, him but, a brother. But because because this film was directly after the first, I don't think it needed one. No, it could it have could just, just been, be, I haven't finished a job yeah, yet. Yeah, I need one that to got finish away. her. Yeah. But they tried to make a plot out of it and it really just didn't Which is work. strange considering that there wasn't planning to do a third. The third no, one this was always going to be the, supposed the, cur- to be the, the end. season curse of the witch. They didn't even want to do a second one. There was no, sort it's of like the success of it. Yeah, pushed the, into the whole it. idea of the Halloween franchise was to be like an anthology. Yeah, you know, like VHSs, that film where it's like. It's, it's loads of different stories. horror films, yeah, yeah but und, all under the same umbrella term, Halloween. That's what the idea was. But because of the success of the first one, they made a second. And then because of the success of the second, they did make a sequel to Halloween 2, but it wasn't Halloween mm. 2. It wasn't Halloween 3, it was Halloween 4. But it does sort of bring Laurie out of her um, paralysed state. But she is so disadvantaged. Like, she's stumbling yeah, she's everywhere. Stumbling and at this point, I was like... Because she ends up crawling into this back room and Michael's chasing her, but it's it's such a slow pace and yeah. it's sort of like you know he's coming for her, but it's like cat and mouse. He's play. It, it feels like he's playing with her, yeah. but I don't think he is. I think he's just he, trying he, to I find yeah, her. Yeah, I don't think he is. I think, but I think it does he's just, feel like he's that. In no rush. 
And Laura, but she's so disadvantaged. But then she turns her back on the door and I'm like, Laura, don't turn your back on the door. But then I'm like, oh wait, she's drugged up. I yeah. sort of excuse it. She doesn't really know what she's doing. She ends up falling asleep. And then we get to the uh, nurse. I put nurse and Jimmy jump scare. I'm not quite sure what I was doing with that. I think that's where he slips on the blood. When he slipped, yeah, that's fucking great. It's a horrible kill. Like that, It's an off-screen death, but essentially he's just put a cannula in it and it's dripping out of blood. Yeah. But, the way she's laid, it would have been a slow and painful death of her blood just dripping out a bit by a bit. But it doesn't match Michael's aesthetic of aesthetic. get the job done and move on. I can't yeah. imagine him leaning over and being like, right, okay, put the needle Unless in. Unless he just fucking shoved it, it in. Shoved it in and then watched her bleed out. Yeah. yeah, but if he just shoved it in and it's she, it's he maybe just... killed her before he did it. Maybe. But, the but then her blood would have started coagulating. Mm. I'm not sure. Would you hear that? What a word. But yeah, so, and then I put that, sh oh yeah. No, it's this bit. No, 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 no. It's not the nurse's death scene yet, but it's the bit where Jimmy and the other nurse are talking and Michael's standing behind the curtain and you can just see oh, his shadow yeah. outline. That's it. There we go. But yeah, the nurse scene came next with Jimmy looking absolutely dead. I thought he was dead yeah. when he smacked because I just heard the crunch of his head. It's an, it's an awful sound. It is. It? it was horrible. But yeah, he knocks himself out. And at this point, I just felt so bad to, for Laurie. And I felt so bad for the other nurse that was left behind. It seemed like she was sort of the last person that wasn't under any sort of medication yeah. to be in that hospital. And I was like, just run at this point, hon. Just run. Get out of there. But she's checking the cars. And I understand that she's checking the cars. That's fair enough. But if you've seen two tyres let down, you fucking know that he's purposely put a slit in those tyres. Yeah. But she runs back into the hospital. And I was like, don't run back you into the hospital. You just run far hospital. away as possible, don't yeah, you? Yeah, just run. Just move. But anyway, he, Michael stabs her with a scalpel. This is a very unrealistic death. It sort of seems like they were trying to sort of reenact the first death where he pinned the guy to yeah. the wall. But it was with a scalpel. That wouldn't have done. That wouldn't have been able to lift her up. There's no chance. The I'm knife, sure. yes. Maybe when it hit, hit, hit a bone, it'd stop. Because I'd imagine it, scalpels are... Yeah, the shark was very sharp. So he maybe went in. He's, he's got superhuman strength. Let's face it. I mean, if you've seen the ones where in H three, where it just fucking drops down. Wow. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying, but then we. It's unlikely. The first film is even but... more unlikely that like the knife suddenly grew six inches when it was inside the body. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's not like Halloween had done it before. No, but you know, I was just a bit like, oh, okay, it could have been a better death, but I'll deal with it. But he kills her in front of Laurie. And there's this massive chase scene that ensues. And, oh, my God, that fucking elevator where she's standing there waiting for that elevator. Yeah. I just wanted to shoot myself. Good At that scene. point, I was done. My toes were clenched. My fists were clenched. I was like, oh, shit, Laurie, please get in there. I don't think I could have given a shit if Laurie died in the first one. Like, I really didn't care about her. <laughs> in this one, I was like, just fucking move. She's been through a lot by this point. I know. I feel so bad for her. But she decides to... Uh, so Oh, yeah, and also, may I add, this bit I got as well. So Laurie manages to get into the lift and she pushes the button and as it's closing, he puts his hand out and I was like, you know what, if that had been a modern thing, the Just elevator would have opened up back up. So actually, health and safety can fuck right off yeah. because it saved a life in this instance. So she ends up hiding inside a car. She manages to get out of the hospital. Good choice. Like... In a car is a solid choice, especially if she's not trying to get away at that point. Michael does not have a sixth sense. He does not have a scent that picks out Laurie Strode. So actually, if she'd have been able to stay in that car yeah. silently, she might have had a Would chance. Would you chance it, though? 
Well, in her drugged up state, remember, yes. Remember at this point, Michael's just turned up wherever she is. He's in a fucking hospital chasing around the hospital, for fuck's sake. I, my, I would just keep going, just keep keep running. But it's been common sense at this point. So Michael is going to know she, there is only one hospital in Haddonfield. That, that guy gets in the car anyway, doesn't he? And fucking jumps on the horn. Yeah. So Jimmy gets in and he's still half unconscious because he's sort of like, he's not making much sense. He's repeating himself. She's sort of sitting under the seat like, shut yeah, up. shut up. Please shut the fuck up. But then he just goes out and just smacks his head on the horn and the horn goes off and it's alerting her. She doesn't know what to do because she's like, shit, I don't want to move yeah. him. Michael could come out at any second. She manages to push him back. And that, this is why I thought he died. It's the way his neck goes back like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, maybe he's dead. But he clearly wasn't because he had a thing in H2O. But it does alert Michael. And oh my God, when Loomis and the woman pull up in the car because he's held him at gunpoint to get back to that hospital. Yeah. And the running out, it reminds me of Casey's scene where the parents are coming in, but she yeah. can't scream. But in this bit, she could scream. So I was like, why yeah, the fuck she... didn't you scream? Yeah, I think it's just for drama, wasn't it? It was just for... This just... was... Like, and I think even then she screams fucking loud. So even if you've just yeah, found that body, you're going to hear that. it. Yeah. But she she screamed too late. And I was like, hon, you're not in shock. You've just been talking. And she manages to scream. You know, Casey couldn't scream because he pressed down on a windpipe. So there was not there was an excuse there. This was the only move in the film where I was like, come on, Laurie. You could have fucking done yeah. something. But otherwise, she's pretty clean. So... Uh, Loomis ends up shooting at Michael because Laurie gets in. She manages to get in just in time because Michael's walking after her and he just walks through that glass of the door yeah, and it's just like, through. glass, no problem. I've got this shit. Uh, Loomis shoots him multiple times. Again. Again. And then the police officer that is held at gunpoint is walking over and Loomis is like, he is not dead. You need to Loom- get away. Loomis fucking knows, doesn't he? And the guy's like, oh, no, look, he's stopped breathing. It's fine. It's, you know, you can, you, his chest's not moving. And then he just slits the police officer's throat. Great that was kill. a good it was a kill. Sick kill. It was a but good kill. what I mean. Kill. There was no, like, eerie thing behind no, it, like, it score. It was just, you just saw the brutal, like, the brutality of what Michael was like. Yeah. And he also, he, he stabs Loomis. And that makes me really sad because I thought he died at that point. Gives and I was like, one. please don't say he'd killed him. I felt really bad. And then... Laurie, so they end up in this oxygen room, like filled. It's the theater, it's the theater, it's not the theater, is it? But it's somewhere that's it's, got all loads of canisters. Yeah, and, and it might I'm be like a, sure. it might be a lockup because it has all them uh, all them injections in, so it might be like a safety lockup. A little bit suspicious oxygen, that it's that, not locked, but yeah, because okay. that, that's type of stuff where like druggies and that might try to get into. Yeah, so she runs into there and she gets, she's got hold of the gun. And she shoots Michael. I presume she shoots him in both of his eyes. Yeah, she does. Because he starts pissing. What a fucking shot, by the way. Like, what, go, Laurie. What a shot. And I think this is the first time in the whole franchise that you're like, right, Michael is not human. Yeah, because he's, he's got you'd be two dead. bullets in the eyes and he's alive. And but he's, he's swinging. I thought it was so scary. It, the pissing it's with such blood. a beautiful shot in it that the the, the blood just started to come down his yeah, eyes. Yeah, it looks it's, like tears. And yeah, it's, just, it's, oh, it's, it's a sick shot. It was gross. It was good, and. But he's just blindly stabbing, like he's using swinging, his... Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's swinging get, at this scalpel, because he can't go, see. He's now going off sound, isn't he? Because it's going to keep turning oxygen tanks on and off. Yeah, so it's they go between Loomis and Laurie, just switching different gases up. And it looks... <laughs> and I just put, with him, like, swinging around, like, fucking blindly, I was like, it looks like me trying to find the bathroom in a night out. Just yeah. fucking swinging blindly, where am I going? But Loomis is just like, you need to go. 
to Laurie and he sacrifices himself and blows up the hospital. Which he survives, doesn't he? Because he's in, he's in later films, I think. Fuck off. Yeah, he's got all the burn marks on his face in later oh, films. Oh, shit. There's no way you'd have survived that, though. Yeah, okay. because he... I can't remember what the kid's called. Michael's niece. Janie? Janie, I think. I'll have to look it up after, but I think I think it's Janie. And yeah, he survives that blast. Because that's what I put... Shit, me. But there's just absolutely no way there Loomis is no would survive way that survive blast. That. Michael, yes, because it's fucking Michael Myers, yeah. but Loomis would not. But he does. Um, and then... It, I, I really, really rate the fact that they did a special effect for this, but I don't think they had much choice being CGI was nowhere yeah. near developed by them. But you can you can see the the fire suit that the stunt actor is wearing when he comes out of there. Michael's about eight times thicker. Yeah. It looks like he's wearing it. Like he can't even put his arms by his side because the suit's so thick. Yeah. But it, it was a really good ending. And up. he just drops in front of her. You see him burning. Yeah. Really and good, he's just, really and good the ending. masks melt in and it looks like tears again. It's yeah. like, it was very well done. So you always start the Halloween films with, mm, I'm not sure about them. When we start discussing it, like, no, oh, I still, I still want Keen on the first one. This I like the belter. second better than the first. And I feel like that's, that goes against the laws of horror films, but. No, it's not. It's but not. the fucking end scene and this bit nobody's gonna get because everybody's gonna be like what the fuck's wrong with you but Mr Sandman starts playing and I know it's the Halloween song but it just made me think of the cat that's like bum 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 and the cat's moving its mouth <laughs> and like that and I was, have you seen that video? No I'm I showing you so. it afterwards because it's the funniest thing you have ever seen but I was just crying laughing at the end of the film because of this Mr Sandman song playing but it was it was good cracking film I and really it, enjoyed it if it hadn't I mean, we, we got some good Halloween films out of it, didn't we, Bibs? <laughs> Bibs is now communicating on the podcast. I don't think she'd have, that'd have picked it up. Might have done. Bibs was meowing. I'll, ke- I'll keep it in, Bibs. Do you want an opinion? You talking? I'll keep it in. Nah. So, he, um, this would have been a good ending to Michael Myers be- before we learned that he was infinite and like it, he I- was... I think after this one, it became a bit of a money grab until yeah. H2O. H2O was a solid film. Hey, yeah. That's my favourite Halloween, ha- I think, Halloween, apart from the remake. Halloween 3 want the money back. They just tried to, they, they, that's when they tried to resume what the intentions were for the Halloween franchise. Just, but by this point, they created a legend and, yeah. and they, 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 was not, they was not allowed that option. Um, it became a massive horror icon. Yeah, yeah. And then, but like Halloween, Halloween 4, 5. Even though J- Janie, if that's the name, the little kid actor, she smashes the, the performance in yeah. the film. Have you seen it? No. Well, well I'll, I'll pick that like sooner or later because the, the films that, that just go so in depth on the curse of Michael Myers and like the the cult of it. Even there's like a cult, and it's it, it's just a load of shite basically. But the, her her acting in it is, and it's, just, it's only a little girl, but her acting is, is sick. Oh, good. Yeah, I like I like when children can smash the performance. She stole the. She made the film like worth watching. Yeah, she, she it's really good did. when they can do that. But I, you know, I did appreciate the the whole concept of Halloween too. I liked it a lot more than the first. I must admit, I thought it was a better film, and I think it's because I like the final girl more. I feel yeah. like I I got to know Laurie a little bit more, and I appreciated it. But even you know, H two O was an amazing film. Resurrection for how shit it was, and it was shit. It was so shit. It was actually quite good, and I do think Resurrection was before its time. Because they started using webcams and it, stuff, th- and I feel like it would have, if it had been done properly with a good budget, and not Michael Myers, and not it, Michael that, Myers, not it would have been about. a yeah. great film. But it was just, it spoiled it a little bit. But I did love the fact that people were watching yeah, it, Michael well, yeah, Myers I, I, killing I agree, people. Yeah, but the, they used they used Michael Myers for for a knockoff one off film that would have been good if it just had a. It could have worked in Scream. It. Yeah, yeah, it could have worked in Scream. It could have. 
but it, it again that that's a film that type of setting where it's a one-off webcam you could have used it as like uh literally anything like an old high school kid that was bullied and yeah. has come back to haunt this one part this one like after promo do you know what i mean something yeah. like that rather than michael myers it could have been very good who's got but... so much history and it had nothing to do with the story except it was filmed in the myers house that was it yeah but so far so halloween the remake is my favorite yeah it, it always will be i fucking love that I, i'm not i'm not gonna make you have to watch all the halloween before we do that one if that's one you'd yeah. want to review at some point oh no i'd, I'd rather because we, that it is a standalone a, film it's itself a standalone isn't film. it it's the sequel to, to halloween there is a lot to get through but i like the halloween I like the Halloween kills. The Rob uh, Zombie ones. Sorry, first Halloween. Rob Zombie ones I didn't write. They're okay, but they're a completely different type of film. And they gave Michael Myers a backstory. Yeah. And they made him human-like, which yeah. I didn't really like. And he had really long, stringy blonde hair, and it stressed me out a bit. Mm. Mm. But it's, 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 it, had, it, it had its own little spin. It's hard It's hard to go out with an open mind when you love the, you already love the original. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if, if it came back with a with a backstory of Billy Loomis and about the reason why he became so deranged, it's like, no, the best thing about it is... Like yeah, it's just, why? It's just there is him. no reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. So, what was the budget for this film, Oliver? I want to say in the 20s, but I'm going to go more because of how well it did. So, I'm going to go 38. It was 2.5 million. Fucking hell. You were way off. Cheap cunts as well after how much it hit. After how well it did. <laughs> Cheap cunts. After how well it did, the original. Yeah, it was, uh, was 2.5 million. And what did it make? 34 million closer 25.5 million yeah, so you know it made it made a lot more yeah than it was it was still very successful maybe they could afford to pay the actors a little bit better in this one yeah so these were my fun facts that i managed to pick up so to get the role of michael myers dick warlock put the mask on walked to rick rosenthal who was the director's office and just stood staring at him for ages rosenthal continually asked who he was and what he was doing and it was only after like 20, 30 minutes he took the mask off and asked if he could play the role of Michael Myers. That's sick. I'd have loved if he'd done a head tilt. That would have been yeah, sick. Yeah, that's oh, what he did. He, he just that, tilted That would have been fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, a large negative point of the story from critics was how dead the hospital was. Like, they enjoyed the film. It wasn't ripped to shreds, but they were just like, it's the unrealistic It's just hard to look past that fact yeah. that it's so empty. The director, Rick, only directed one other Halloween. Halloween Resurrection. Hmm. I just put waste. Yeah. <laughs> Deborah Hill said they considered making the movie 3D, but decided not to because of the complicated shots in Michael's perspective. And such a good choice, because 3D yeah. back then was just not worth it. I don't know when Jaws 3 came out, but I think there was like an overhaul of 3D films. It was a craze, wasn't it? Yeah. So maybe that's where it came from. Uh, Dick Warlock, who played Michael once again, asked Deborah... Right, this is the interesting fact that you'll quite like. Asked Deborah Hill about his slow walk multiple times because it was a lot slower than the original Michael Myers. And she said it was absolutely fine and to keep doing it. And so he did so. But then in a later interview, she slagged it off and said that it didn't fit and she didn't like it. And it was really upsetting for Warlock. Like, it really, it really it, upset He sounds him. like he took pride in his work. He did. He which really is, wanted... Which is a lot to say for you when you don't have anything to say. You, you don't haven't have, got a face. You don't have any face. Like you don't really have any body language. No. It's so hard to tell a story he really, with nothing. He really went for that and she she then changed her mind. Oh, and what was a like, bitch. Oh, I didn't like it. But that was according to Warlock. So we don't know whether that was true, but it's a very random thing to make if up that is for true, no she's reason. A bitch for yeah, that. she is. Uh, this and this is the last one. The scene with the boy and the mother biting randomly was supposed to be 
um, the based on the urban legend, but it was also supposed to be the first look at um, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill's anthology for the next franchise of the film. It just nice. never came into fruition. Nice. There you go. So, would you rather? Would you rather? Not would you rather. Shock horror. Jesus. Have you seen the Friday the 13th remake? The one where yeah. it's like the sleeping bag and stuff. Do you remember in that scene, it's in the opening scene, which is a long opening scene, it's a like half an hour, it's literally nearly a quarter of the film. Jason runs. For the first time ever in the whole series, Jason runs. Yeah. He sprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, for me, made Jason ten times more terrifying. Should that be applied to all villains who don't run? Because I think it would ruin Michael Myers. No, because part of Michael Myers' thing is that he's a slow walker. The, the thing, I, the, this, this is what I was thinking. The difference between Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees is besides the fact that Michael Myers is just levels above Jason Voorhees as a killer, in my opinion. Yeah. Jason, you never see how he got from A to B. There's never like, it's like he teleports, which is why in the Friday the 13th game, there's literally an ability to teleport from places if, if you've watched videos on it. Yeah. Michael, you see clips of him walking places and driving yeah, places. It shows you how he gets there. I still don't know how he learned to drive. This is still... Yeah, <laughs> I agree, but that but it, it's a tough one because for for, Fre- for Freddy, for Friday, I think that did make Jason Voorhees more scary. Yeah. Which I know he's probably going to... Or probably did it anyway. The film upset a lot of fans because that's that's really going against um, the, the law of J- Jason Voorhees. He doesn't yeah. run. He walks and he doesn't talk. He breathes. Whereas that, I think people got pissed off in one of the Halloweens because you could hear Michael breathe or grunt or something. I think it was resurrection. He grunts or something, which he's never done before. And it's like, why, why are you messing up the law that's already been set for him? I honestly feel like, as well, because Michael is just... Even though there's, like, supernatural... Like, he, he is supernatural because he's, you know, he, he's... Um, is superhuman, so much, but yeah. he is a human, yeah. and I feel like the fact that he walks slowly—it's confidence. It's the idea of I am going to get that yeah. person, so I'll take my time because it's, I will find them. It's just a tough one because yeah, I did enjoy Freddy. Uh, Freddy, fuck's sake, not Friday either. Jason Voorhees yeah. sprinting. That added like a whole new element to how fucking dangerous this guy is. But I, don't, I just don't think it would no, work. With Michael, Michael Myers will never run. I think it's because. Jason's is a revenge story, so there's a lot of aggression built up into his yeah, character. Michael is just... Michael's, there's no reason for it. There's no, there's no ambition. There's no urge. It's just he does it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I, d- I don't think it should ever change for Michael Myers. Like that's part of his, that's part of his character. The yeah. slow walking, and I don't think it should be changed. Yeah, I agree. So, what's your film for next week? My film of the, uh, my film choice of next week is The Uninvited. Never, never heard of it. I think you'll like it. What's it about? Uh, it's about a girl who is... Is it, is it paranormal? I'm going to leave it to you. Right. I'm not going to specify. But it's about a girl who is in like this like hospital and she's just being released because a mum... Like, there was a big like house fire and the she comes back to find that the dad's shacked up with the nurse that was looking after a What's sick mother. What's it called? Mother, the, uninvited. the Uninvited. She finds out that her... Uh, Dad's shacked up with the nurse that was caring for her ca- mum who had cancer, right. and you know that she's got a sister in it, and it, it just goes through that story because the sisters think that the stepmom is trying to kill them so that she can just have a dad for themselves. Right. Well, I look forward to it. I am really interested to hear your opinion. Urban on Legend it. was good, so I'm, I've, you've not let me down yeah. yet. But I'm not giving you a think. genre. Other than Friday the. Uh, oh, 
Other Than Nightmares. You had to watch it. But yeah, I had to watch it. That's not you letting me down. It's something we had to watch. But I'm interested and I'm going to leave it genreless. That's my only hint towards you. So there's no midweek this week. There is no midweek this week. So it'll be Don't Invited at the next. It will. You next to hear from us. All right. See you later. Bye.